0: You're listening to Fox Given, the one with curvy Naomi. Well, hello there, Reed. Wow, what's his voice? Hello, Florence. Well, I don't know, maybe it's Halloween or something, or it's been Halloween. <laughs> Halloween was last week. Come on, we didn't even do a Halloween episode. We're slacking on the general holidays. We are. We actually are. Like,
1: but the thing is, what can you do with like a horror episode? Like spooky sti statistics. <laughs> you know, it's just like that's not helpful to promote what we talk about.
0: Yeah, we should have done like fucked up fantasies. Yes,
1: ah. I feel like we've done that. Like that's basically every episode. <laughs>
0: Yeah we do. We have like spooky sex stories. Yeah. Oh, but it's just like non-consensual and like a bit like yeah. whoa all right.
1: And I bet most of most of the people that listen to it they fucking love it or like want the same. Although we had a sex meetup, and one of the lovely ladies there Gigi is a therapist sex therapist and she was talking about how people are obsessed with the scream mask like the scream mask from the film scream and obsessed in a sexual arousal way which i thought was fascinating because obviously i've always loved horror characters i've loved Scream since i got given it at 16 you know i was obsessed i wanted them to fuck the shit out of me and kill me at the same time and she was (laughs) saying which i thought was fascinating if you have grown up with fear especially if it revolved around your sex and masturbation, then that can lead into arousal and you can be turned on by fear. So if you had, you know, scary parents growing up, which a lot of us did, um, and I was definitely frightened of um, one of my parents, And it would kind of make a hell of a lot of sense. Same with I was so afraid that my mum was going to come up into my room while I was masturbating. Because my bedroom was the attic, which was a shared space. So it makes so much sense. Like that just being terrified and fear turns me on so much. Yeah.
0: Isn't it funny that we both were like attic children? Which was like (laughs) easy, easily accessible by people. We like never had any privacy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that why?
1: We're so fucked up. Is we that were why? banished to the attic? It's not it's not daddy issues anymore. It's like the no privacy issues. The attic. We were attic children. <laughs> Is that why we're we so fucked up?
0: <laughs> my attic was pretty bougie. It was like newly renovated. Oh, like had nice. an ensuite bathroom. You know, like I was living the life up in my attic.
1: Yeah, that does sound good. Especially if you had like an ensuite shower. Mine yeah. was like Like you know, when you see an attic in the movies, and it's like an old woman's (laughs) attic, that was my attic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like hoarders, things covered, and it was terrifying. (laughs) I had a lot of like bad dreams and nightmares and night terrors. And well, this was was quite
0: a spooky start to this episode. So I guess (laughs) we did a Halloween thing. Yay. And I'm wearing orange.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. Nice.
0: So, um, have you had any crazy custom requests on OnlyFans recently? Or any like, have you done anything crazy on OnlyFans in the last week?
1: I mean, done? Define done anything crazy on OnlyFans? Because I feel like that's just my identity. <laughs> that is just my OnlyFans account. We did yeah. some crazy stuff. Yeah, we've done some crazy. Oh god, we've done some good hot stuff. But my 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 most recent. Request Request for a custom was a vintage hand job. Mm. What's a vintage hand
0: job? I
1: don't know, but I can't wait to find out. Like, is it the style of hand job? Is it just like you know, look like a Victorian fucking sickly person, like? Or is it like dressed in vintage clothes? Am I wearing a vintage glove with vintage rings on it, like? Like, wow. what is a vintage hand
0: job? Mm. Or is it just like an old school hand job, and they're just saying oh, in it like a you different know what? way?
1: Maybe like old school. Can I just have a bog standard hand job? But that sounds yeah. really boring. So, can you give me a vintage hand job? <laughs> a vintage. Please give me the vintage. Yeah, I've got no idea. So, you know, to be continued. I'll let you know if I get more clarification.
0: Wow, that is interesting. Cool, cool, (laughs) Cool. nice one. I like that. Nice, great. The weirdest thing that I did for OnlyFans. So I was in Vegas this weekend, Vegas baby, Vegas baby. Mm. And you know what happens in Sin City doesn't stay in Sin City if you have an OnlyFans account. Doesn't stay. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, or if you have like a huge
1: podcast, it's nothing kept secret. No, (laughs) nothing
0: sacred. Um, no. I did a little like striptease in front of my window, which was facing <gasps> like a huge block of oh, hotel rooms. My Florence. Yeah. What an so, exhibitionist. I love this. Yeah, we'll see if people enjoy that. I was like talking throughout the striptease as well, like telling everyone like how many rooms were facing me and like <gasps> Yeah, I thought it was it was cool actually. It was really fun. So yeah, that was my dope. latest little ex-capé. Mmm, I love it. Um, What about updates? Updates in the ether. Anything going on in your side, baby? Something really hot happened the other day, actually. I mm. met up with a guy that I'm dating, and we were, like, making out in his car for ages, as we do, because we're fucking teenagers. I don't know why we're, like, <laughs> dating, like, teenagers. We haven't fucked yet. You know it's why. Being... You know why. It's because you both live with peeps. Yeah. yeah
1: it just it's just the revert it's just you don't have any privacy
0: there's no privacy and Mm. also i've had guests here for three weeks and so my life has been turned upside down but anyway we were making out of his car and we i was just about to go inside and leave and he took the back of my hair grabbed (gasps) the back of my head Mm. pushed me around so my face and body was like on the car so he like pushed me into the car and then he like came up behind me and like started whispering in my ear stop he wanted me to go inside and like take some dirty photos for daddy and he like put his hand like down my pants started like fingering me and was like and i want you to finish yourself off thinking of daddy's cock like deep in your throat fucking god that's so (laughs) God, daddy's gonna get it mm. yeah and after that happened i was like whoa like, <laughs> excuse, excuse <laughs> me did excuse you did you manage did it work did it what did you come mm. yeah well yeah i went inside took some dirty photos for him and came thinking about what he told me to think about oh my god that's so good i love because i'm request. a good little girl
1: yeah, you are. Fucking hell! You should have been like, "No, fuck you,"
0: and then got a spank body. <laughs> Well, we had like a semi-argument, which, um, not an argument, I don't know, there's there's like a really interesting like kinky dynamic when you can like laugh at the fact that you got a bit crazy at each other and then turn it into Mm -hmm. a bit of like, well, why don't you punish me then?
1: Yes, there's great healing and and Jacob and I have done that exact thing where we've had a disagreement or someone's fucked up and then it's been like, right, get the crop. And it's like, no! But it's really healing in a yeah. in a very weird way. It's like yes, we've we've spoken about it, verbalized it. We're over that aspect, and now it's kind of like getting over it, but making it playful in mm-hmm. a, a physical way. Um, that can be really fun. Of course, only yeah. if you are. I feel like if you're you're
0: past it, you know. Otherwise, it could get difficult. If you're with someone you feel yeah, super safe with, definitely, it's the start of a hot kinky dynamic. I I feel. I think someone's doing their homework. Yeah, probably, yeah. What about you? What's your What are your updates?
1: My updates? Um, I've got a lot to tell you, but I'm going to try and keep it short and small. And it's also relating to what I've been getting up to on OnlyFans as well, because pretty much everything I do now is filmed and put up on OnlyFans, which
0: really? is Really? So you don't have yeah. any privacy in your sex life? No, no, no. We definitely do. But when we
1: do a scene, if right. it's spontaneous fucking, but if it's like, oh, Jesus, let me just explain. So... Florence, I had the best sex of my life. (gasps) The best sex of my life. It was a four hour long scene. Whoa. With two hours of nonstop tickling at the beginning. And it was all filmed and
0: all recorded. Two hours of nonstop tickling? (laughs)
1: Yeah, it was insane. It was like the biggest, bestest dream ever come true in my entire life. Was it life because... just
0: with Jacob or was it with other people?
1: No, this time was just with Jacob. But this four hour scene was Jacob was like, I want you to get on something like really cute, really slutty. Like it's, we, we really like the dress up. So he got dressed up and I got dressed up. And then he was taking photos of me and like positioning me and like making me go in these certain poses and getting me to stick my ass out and then getting me to be on all hands on hands and What's it called? Hands and floors? Hands and hands and knees? Hands and knees? Yeah, right. Oh no! What's the hands and what's the hands and floors? What am I thinking of? Plank? <laughs> like, What are you thinking of? Fuck, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Tabletop position. I was, ta- I, was ta- I was tabling all over the place. Like,
0: yeah, hands and knees on your hands and knees. Hands and knees. Must
1: be that. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what the fuck I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then tied me up and just went through my whole tickle kit, like every single item, and teased my body with it and tickled my body with it, and it built up and up and and it ended up. Whoa. It was just insane. And during this time, he was like teasing my pussy, and all. Also, so we've gotten into this amazing place of doing this edging and denial with G-spot orgasms because they're just popping off left, right and center for me at the moment, which let me just say, I have not always been able to G-spot orgasm and I still find clitoral orgasms extremely
0: fucking hard. I don't know that's what's so, happened. Yeah, that's, that's crazy because I feel like most people have it the other, other way around.
1: Yes. Yeah. I don't know what it is and why, but and, and G-Sport orgasms, like, I, I only started getting maybe when I was like
0: 27, the
1: yeah. odd one. Yeah. And now I'm nearly 33 and I'm getting them all the fucking time. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. Even just with dick penetration. So yeah, thank you, 30s. This is like one amazing thing to look forward to in your older years is being able to yeah enjoy more pleasure it's fucking amazing anyway yeah. tease the shit out of me like for i'm not joking for like half an hour wouldn't let me come it was insane i thought i was gonna go insane i was like i I was like getting bratty with him and like nasty and i just i needed more and i was getting so angry especially because there was the threat of like the the fucking an- electro knife shit went down i don't know it was all motherfucking blur and then yeah we fucked and this is all on camera It was like,
0: whoa!
1: oh, there was it was just everything. It was one. It was holding a wand. It was like being fucked at the same time. It was sucking dick. It was tickling at the same time. It was just everything. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've been playing around with him subbing for me. Um, and I found that it's a very different space, although I feel like so bratty when I do it because I'm like, you're just going to get your revenge on me. And then he gets his revenge and I'm like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I never meant to. (laughs)
0: Wow. That
1: sounds insane. It was pretty fucking insane. And we both were like, this is the, like, this is, it was actually so sweet because Jacob was like, that's the best sex I've ever had. And I was like, I think it's the
0: best sex I've ever had too. Oh, I love that yeah. for you both.
1: Yeah. That sounds like so kinky,
0: lovely. fucking fucked up heaven. It was. It
1: was. You know, yeah. like sometimes the floodgates open, you just keep fucking. It was it was one of those. But we just kept yeah. fucking. Oh, my poor, so poor neighbours, though. Like, I am so... Every time I'm, like, screaming and wailing and, like, scream, I'm like... <laughs> Because I panic as well. And I'm like, Jacob, no. No, we're not playing this. No. And he's like, you said no safe words. No. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I am screaming blue bloody murder. And my poor fucking neighbours, they must just be like, not again. Because my bedroom is right below their living room. So they must be sitting there watching a movie. But... Just like, can
0: this bitch shut the fuck up, yo? Have you told the answer them that is no. it's like always kinky sex? Um, like, do they, they know. I'm surprised that they haven't called the police.
1: (laughs) I have said a couple of times to individuals being like, I'm so sorry if we make too much noise downstairs. Just like drop me a message if it's too noisy. But no one said anything
0: yet. (laughs)
1: Sorry, guys.
0: That's, I mean, it's your house. You own it. You can do whatever the fuck you want in it. Yeah. We have such an exciting guest on today's episode. So we can talk about one of our favorite topics, which is censorship and instagram sexy pics freeing your body online and that is the one the only curvy naomi oh we
1: we cannot wait to get her on and chat about all the delicious things so yeah let's
0: just get her on immediately right now let's go naomi welcome to the podcast you are such a legend. I have been seeing you all (laughs) over my Instagram for years. Mm -hmm. I'm so
2: excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. It's actually an honour. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
1: We're so excited to have you on the pod to talk about everything you know. And also, it's a day for celebration. You've just signed with
2: a new talent agency. My first talent agency. agency. Exciting. (laughs)
1: I very love exciting this. okay imaginary very, very. cupcake with a candle there
2: we go oh thank <laughs> you and an early birthday present so thanks
0: <laughs> yay oh yes. to you also Scorpio oh, thank yes. you oh yeah that yeah. was our pre what what like a queer chat to start off the yes. podcast I love that star oh, signs <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mean it's that.
1: almost like it's a, a debate, right? It's like, are, mm-hmm. are Scorpios more private or less private? Mm-hmm. Because I am not a private person, but Na- Naomi, you are a private person.
2: Yes, I'm incredibly private. Not to the point where it's like, okay, no, what's going on with you? I mean, if you ask mm-hmm. me, I will tell, but I don't like divulge as much information as I'm sure people would like on like social media because, uh... you know, social media like, to know what's going on in the internet so I'm like yeah I'll give you a bit but not too much. <laughs> Just yes, enough. Yes.
1: beautiful. Yeah. Well let's dive straight in and ask you if you have a fuck story for us.
2: Okay so I don't have a fuck story. <laughs> I mean I have stories of fuck stories but there's not one that I would be like yeah that I talk about because I've recently come out as gay so and obviously <gasps>
1: <Yay>! Congratulations <laughs> baby. Thank you. Love.
2: Um so it's a bit of a it's one where I'm trying to like find out like who I am what I like all over again um obviously Mm. I I didn't know that so I don't have a specific fuck story um but I have a a lot of what the fuck ones but I don't want to like call anyone out or say a specific one because said person or people might know and it's a bit awkward for them so
1: was there a fuck that helped you realize your sexuality that helped solidified who you were
2: every single one with the um opposite sex everyone with a man and that's not being oh, sorry shit. that's cheeky everyone no that's great like every so
1: single that, one's like mm, okay i yeah i think I'm game. i think this is
2: yeah i think <laughs> i am and this is not me it's just yeah. wild that i wasn't ready or able i didn't feel ready to come out and just mm. be be myself and be who i am and that's all like personal stuff you know so, yeah, yeah, but I
0: also think that's so amazing to be able to normalize that and to normalize yes. coming out um, at any point in your life yeah. and taking your time to like really realize what those feelings mm. were. What would you say in those sexual experiences were the like? Hmm, I don't know if this is right. Like, what was going through your head in terms of that
2: stuff? So basically, me finding out who I was and I was doing or having sex with people that weren't fulfilling but it was almost like Mm. a okay, so this is how I should be, it's what I should be doing. But it's like, who said that? Um, And there's something within me afterwards Mm. that was like, Yeah, this is not right. Sometimes even like during but yeah, and it's you know sometimes it's that thing where it's like women and like you should say no and men should stop. I always felt uncomfortable to say, just from my own personal like feelings. And when I did start having sex with women, I was like, Yeah, this feels this feels this feels right. This is who I am and I think more like on a deeper like deeper and emotional level. I feel like there's more of a connection for me personally when I'm having sex with a woman. So Yeah. And it's like I understand them. They understand me. Like there's like more care with like um touches mm. and you know all of that stuff. Um, and just being like, you know, just not just like going straight in and just like, okay, I've come now and you haven't and what
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: previously oh. have been like, you know, used to. So it was just that realisation of, yeah, this is not right. This is not for me at all.
1: Yeah. Seems more equal. That's so exciting. It's like... You're, like we don't give ourselves permission enough to reframe our sex lives. You know, when we think about losing our virginity, that's always the first time you had a penis deep inside your vagina. And that isn't the first time that people want to remember, that lots of people want to remember. So you have, we all have the ability to choose when the first time we actually had sex was. And and we can reframe that all. It doesn't have to be what we were taught in as school. It can be, the time that was the most exciting or emotional or pleasurable for us, that could be the first time we lose our virginity and fuck
2: everything else. I agree. i liberated, to be honest. So I think I'm at a point where I'm like working on myself, but also I'm very careful of like energy because I feel like I'm strong into like energy exchanges. And I feel like for me personally, mm, me I feel too. like, yeah, sex is something that anyone can do. But for me personally, it's like I need to feel a sort of connection to you. I'm not saying like yeah. we'll be like married off, but there needs to be some sort of understanding of each other's bodies and what each other needs without maybe saying it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that's the space I'm in right now, I think.
0: Yeah. I oh, feel like yeah. that's a very um, important realisation that we all go through mm. during like the later years of our, actually I don't know how old you are, but like once you like get into your 20s and you've done like that kind of initial, like doing everything you thought you were supposed to do, you start getting mm. to a point where you're like, Okay, but like what do I actually want? And especially yeah. when it comes to connecting with other people, because intimacy is such like a like crazy, like connected, like amazing personal energy exchange. Journey. Yeah, mm. personal yeah. event that it's like, okay, what do I actually wanna bring into my life and what do cool. I wanna experience? And that's Mm. what's really amazing. Okay, so we kind of got straight into a very deep topic there. Mm. But I also wanted to touch on your journey and your career and let the curious fuckers know kind of who you are and what you're about, (laughs) because you're just such a legend in the space when it comes to body acceptance Mm -hmm. and Mm. like censorship on Instagram. And your story is just so incredible. Would you be able to share a little bit about how you got to where you are today?
2: Yeah, sure. I've always been... like quite mouthy I just kind of I'm like okay well I don't like this thing so I'm gonna just say something I've always been that way mm. and I am um, suffered with um, an eating disorder from the ages of mm. 16 to 21 and I was struggled with my weight and I was like okay well I wanted to be a fashion designer that was like my dream and I someone said to me no why don't you like go and try and model and I was like no I'm not small enough this was just before mm. like plus size modeling had taken off so I entered a competition with Simply Be and I am got down to the final 30 and it was such a it was a liberating experience because I then like discovered there weren't enough women who looked like me or anyone that I saw when I was growing up. So I was like, okay, let me really try and do this. So for like the next like three or four years, I applied to agencies were in some really bad ones um, mm-hmm. and some really, really bad ones. And now I'm like in this space, but what really catapulted my career was in 2020, I was censored because I posted an image um that Alex Cameron and I had had taken to kind of you know yeah. express um body love and body quality. and I know for those who don't know I wasn't like naked or anything I was in cycling shorts sat on a stool my breasts were covered and it was really like quite earthy and like ethereal. It was such an
0: amazing photograph. It was Mm -hmm. so beautiful, so artistic. And like, you know, there was nothing like overtly sexual about this Mm. image in any kind
2: of way. I posted it on Instagram and within like half a second, it was like for nudity, sexual, um, explicit content. Solicitation. Yeah, basically. And it kept coming down every like second. So Alex was like, I'm not having this. She posted it. And it kept being taken off hers, so we enlisted the help of Gina Martin. If you don't know Gina Martin, she's incredible. One, I love her mm-hmm, with all my mm-hmm. heart. She um, made upskirting the upskirting law, yes, took it she to parliament, and won like the bad bitch she is. <laughs> and we started a campaign, the hashtag called I Want to See Naomi. and yes. we uh, got a <laughs> we got an open letter penned, and we sent it out to uh, so many incredible people, and we got the attention of Adam Mossory, the CEO. And he emailed me directly. I was like, "Oh, can we have a meeting?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> so we had the meeting. Whoa! I was like, <laughs> like I was like freaking out. I was like, "Okay, this is like the head of like Instagram," and I'm just like, "I'm like, yeah, this is great," but also like, "Yeah, fuck." Um, Terrible. And we had the meeting. It's it was scary. I was petrified. And um, he kind of was like, he apologised and he said a lot of tech jargon I didn't understand. And I simply said, you know, an apology without change is manipulation. So unless mm-hmm. there's going to be change and bodies like mine can stay up, especially when they're not being sexually suggestive. And even if they mm-hmm. were, who the fuck cares? But I wasn't. <laughs> and we went away. We were like, okay, this is good. Like two months later, he emailed and said we've made some changes to our policies whereby now you can cover your breasts but your hands have to be basically placed over your breasts and not cupping them what I know it's...
1: that's news to me oh. that would make a lot of sense so not cupping yeah. them
2: mm-hmm. but
1: placed over
2: yeah, i don't know i thing. feel like
1: i need to put this rule to the test because i've had yeah. so many images of mine doing that Flagged. removed.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and the thing is it, it's very uh techie because we, what i explained i have bigger breasts so I'm gonna have to. There's a lot more to kind of cut yeah. than you know, just yeah. letting it, letting them fall. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, letting my girls be. But yeah. it was a change <laughs> that I think needs to happen. Just because it's still
1: a very big change, big positive change for some like fucking like CEO dude to actually mm-hmm. make that change. Do I me mean, the thing. You made waves.
0: Like wow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I tried. <Yeah. laughs> did
2: my best, babes.
0: <laughs> you really did. <laughs> What happened after that then? Your your photos got allowed to be up on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And what kind of was the ripple effect of that decision by him?
2: My pictures were able to stay up. They put back all the ones that Alex had done, all the people that posted me. And people did um, direct message me and say, okay, my images are staying up now. Um, And this happened for, I think, about a year. And now it's happening again in a different way.
1: (gasps) Uh Uh-huh, yeah.
2: It's um, now people being shadow banned into, into, into the ether, yeah. Um, yeah. which is now something that they Instagram claim isn't true when we know that it is.
0: Yes, so, why do they it, claim it's not it's true? Also, it, it's so there. But it's also it true there. because they've even given us the ability to see it by checking your account status on Instagram yeah. and you can see the things that have been mm-hmm. flagged. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. we're not recommending your account to new, new followers. And you're like, mm-hmm. that's shadow banning. Yeah, yeah, I just
1: that's... got that notification. I changed my, in my bio, I've written mm-hmm. sex educator and sex worker yeah. activist, not even writing S-E-X, I wrote S-X, mm. and that's been flagged. My bio has been flagged, and now my account's what? not being shown to followers, yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. It's the thing actually is so
1: that... frustrating.
2: <laughs> Incredibly frustrating. It's, it's like, I started a new campaign with a friend of mine, Mary Morgan, called Bands mm. of Our Bodies. And we're trying to just yes. look at how much of a kind of shit show the, the platform actually is because Mary is mm-hmm. a slim white woman and I'm mm-hmm. a uh, plus size black woman and we're both flagged. So therefore the the system is rigged against women and women's bodies. Yes. So yes. <laughs> this yeah. is the
1: thing. Oh, what so what's the campaign? Is it a hashtag? How can how yes. can we get involved? How can so our listeners get involved?
2: Yeah, of course. So the hashtag is hashtag Bands Off Our Bodies. Um we're on a little bit of a pause right now because We've literally poured so much energy into it and we've yes. kind of hit a stalemate with like, there's, there's not been any, and obviously with everything that's happening in the world at, at present, um, all the publications we try to put forward to, Harper's Bazaar are amazing and they put one out. So we're gonna just keep trying to like, push yeah. um, for this kind of, just for a change in their policy for a conversation, just so they can understand that, you know, women's body is not nude or sexually um, inherently sexual. Like we're just being, you know what i mean and their platform Mm -hmm. says for all people and all bodies well that's double standard because we've shown that two completely different women um, are still being sexualized and our images are being banned so your platform is is flawed
0: and there's Mm -hmm. also loads of sexually provocative content Mm -hmm. on instagram that is allowed like playboy has their whole Mm -hmm. profile they're never flagged you know they put very risky stuff up yeah And I'm like, that's not fair.
1: Celebrities and well-known accounts where I'm like, you are, it is so sexualized. I am literally seeing your nipples. I don't understand how this is not allowed or this is allowed. And yet I put Mm -hmm. up an image where you can see my my true body in true form. And I'm talking about like my relationship with my body. And then that gets taken down.
0: yeah Yeah.
2: it's not fair and And also
0: if we want to be sexy like let us be sexy yeah allow allow us to be sexy man
2: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely but it's not also i feel like when we put it up it's automatically that it's for men and if men don't find your body attractive that is ultimately what the issue is here and it's like yeah i do not exist for you for your consumption and because you don't find me sexually attractive who the fuck cares do you know what i mean so also
0: do you come up against this problem? Um, I, I've repeatedly um mm. been battling with this on my Instagram where the engagement that I get most likes, most comments, mm-hmm. everything is always like lingerie, like more yeah. nudity, more this. And then if I post anything like wholesome or like, you know, just like anything that isn't that, then it won't Mm -hmm. get pushed out as much and it won't get as much engagement. So we're like being pushed to put the riskier stuff up there that might get us banned and our accounts taken down because Mm -hmm. that's what gets engagement. But then it's like this weird scale. Yeah. It's exactly the same.
2: It -hmm. literally is same. So they push, um, I feel like, certain agendas, for, for sure. Um, yeah. If anything positive, it won't be seen by anyone, I think.
0: Yeah, very, very odd. How has being censored re- like affected your own relationship with your body?
2: I think because I used to censor myself so much, and obviously mm-hmm. I'm human, I still have days where I'm like, fucking hell, like, m- your body is still a topic of conversation and people are still, like, the other day I don't know if you I went to I won't say the brand I went somewhere and the, the receptionist the male receptionist was like oh Naomi you've put on weight <gasps> meaning like Naomi Campbell um, and I said sorry because I told him my name and yeah I said you mustn't say that about people's weight and he doubled down and was like well I used to be fat and I do high I diabetes Whoa. and I had to like you know change um, my whole like diet and I was like are you actually serious and that yeah that usually people commenting won't bother me like, like who the fuck mm-hmm. are you like, and, like if you're not feeding me fucking me <laughs> or financing me i don't care <laughs> like yeah. you, it's irrelevant but that took me off guard like yeah. you're meant to be re- like a receptionist so yeah. that did kind of it put a dampener on me and i was like wow now nah, like of, of all the things you've done like you're a lovely human being you put out a lot of goodness into the world you have a lot of a lot of, lot of love to give and the first thing that someone comments on is that when they don't know you
1: yeah and also as a so, joke as well, like, like what? Yeah. Well, I don't he was, like laughing. what they were trying to do. And I was like, wow, okay,
2: this is wild. Oh. So it does, it does take its toll to answer your question. As sometimes it does, because yeah. again, I am human. I think people forget that just because yes. I'm very confident in my body that mm. some days, like that one last week, it did put a dampener on my spirit. And that's not the person I am. This yeah. was
0: only last week.
2: Yeah
1: unbelievable (laughs) i just feel like
0: the way that we all grew up was watching these size zero models all the actors and actresses Mm. on tv that everyone looked up to looked a certain way and like if we like it or not that is ingrained in our psyches because that's what we grew up with and we are the people now that are you know making changes for the next generation Mm -hmm, and like but I think people need to realise that we are all just human beings struggling Mm -hmm. with our own bodies in the same way that everyone else is. And just because Mm -hmm. we put messages out there saying like, look, like, I I love my body. I love my body. And like... All this doesn't mean that that is our mindset all the time about 100% ourselves and that, that time, yeah. words mm. still can really affect us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. people just need to, I guess it's just, it's all like relearning, isn't it? And mm-hmm. I just don't think it can be done quick enough, to be honest. And Agreed. It's it's hard. Yeah. It is. It's,
1: yeah. Especially like it being a touchy subject as well. It's just, you don't know what somebody has gone through, especially throughout their yeah their life it they they could have had an eating disorder I've definitely had serious issues around controlling food is yeah and you're right the obsession with size zero that we grew up with we're seeing it all on on magazines and ah uh, absolute nightmare and I still think that that comes through to our dating now when you're when we're dating especially like <laughs> don't know if people are gonna like this but cis white men i feel like generally speaking are really on the skinny woman like they are still they still have that really ingrained ingrained in their psyche of what they think's attractive or what is attractive and healthy and it's um kitty made a really good point where she was saying about weight and and mental health and 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 it it relayed back to when I was really really slim, but I was mm. so mentally unwell, and someone could yeah. easily look at me and go, "Oh, that's more attractive than what I have had now, or what I've had during other times of my life when I've actually mm. been healthy and happy and enjoying what I like, not controlling my food." But yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a tricky one, really. It I is. don't want to like call out white dudes, but. Y'all need to stop fancying f- fancying them fucking skinny models, guys. Like, we love thickness. Come on.
0: We just love Literally. real bodies. I think people yeah. like real bodies once they get out of, you know, out of the fantasy world mm. of what they see in porn. In and porn, maybe it mm. is porn's fault in some kind of way as well. Yeah. Because I that's like so. how, yeah, where our fantasies get. Started. Yeah, it was always tiny
1: waist um big boobs just yeah stick thick and, and just you know what big, i wonder if it's yeah. the fantasy of seeing um big dick with small bodies <laughs> is that like that's got to be part of the thing right where it's like they're so, so. slim Wait, that you're seeing it yeah. like pulverized through their I fucking think... uterus and into their belly oh, yeah. gosh. how do I make my dick look bigger that's, yeah, bigger. Really yeah, that's
2: it probably. that's, that's yeah, why of loads of guys does.
1: love tiny tiny women you know like the yeah. smaller the better because it makes them feel big and manly and powerful and it's like hmm? I'm sorry that isn't the reality like your dick no, isn't going to be bigger in their hand it might be the perception <laughs> (laughs) sure but
0: uh how that is a
2: good point
0: (laughs) (laughs) how the fuck do we change this do you think it's Uh, by you know telling our stories putting images out there like sharing real life bodies and yeah where do you think we should start
2: you know what i think it oh my gosh it literally takes everybody i think everyone needs to kind of have the difficult conversations especially with people in their lives mm. that don't necessarily want to have them and the difficult conversations and the challenging ones and the ones where real change happens so it's like everyone jumping on board even if they don't understand something um you know be able to be like I don't understand this could you explain to me um and be willing yeah. to do you know what I mean because most people are very like selfish like, okay it doesn't bother me so why would I give a fuck <laughs> do you know what I mean I like you, I like, it's not going to bother me. I think that's the issue with society at large, that everyone's just very, like, self-centred. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, speaking about it, like, posting, like, your friends' images, if, you know, whatever they look like, especially if they're, like, plus size or they don't have the Mm -hmm. conventional body. I think it's just reposting, posting, and just trying to change a narrative and drive a new narrative, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I also think that people need to make effort to follow people that make them feel good about themselves Mm, instead Mm -hmm. of bad. And I think a lot Mm. of people on social media follow like aspirational accounts that aren't actually real, like real aspirations or... You know, I guess it's like the whole um, reality TV culture as well. And like how everyone got sucked into the Kardashians and their body mm-hmm. type. Mm-hmm. We
1: find it easier to look at an account that we're obsessing over because we want to be like them than actually following an account that makes us feel really fucking good about ourselves. Agreed,
0: 100%. We had this thing called the 30 Day new Challenge a while ago. Mm-hmm. And it was part of our how to help people feel better in their skin and better in their bodies how like what does what does nudity mean to you what's the importance and like the journey with being comfortable being nude in your in your eyes
2: uh, I think it takes time I think it's acceptance uh, acceptance of self and that comes in like various ways um mm-hmm. like how we view ourselves it starts with how we view ourselves because ultimately like we're with ourselves for our whole lives and I think once we kind of come to that acceptance like being nude that's how we came out of our mother's wombs <laughs> do you mm-hmm. know what I mean we were yeah. naked it's like the it's universe, truest form it's, it is the world has kind of made us a bit tainted um about like the nude body and like oh it's disgusting or like women's periods like really mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's, i think it's <laughs> it's about like normalizing <laughs> all of that that's that's what i think is important i think for me i've um you know what i never used to look in the mirror and now i literally yes. do and I like talk to myself I talk to my tummy I talk to my tattoos I talk to like every part of my body yes. and I think say positive affirmations like I've got um, affirmations on my my mirror um, and I will say them to myself thank you every every um every day and it's something that I found difficult is sometimes when I don't feel good is giving myself grace and being kind to myself when I don't feel good in those moments mm-hmm. like last week when that wanker said what was said to me I struggled with that and I really had to sit back and be like, okay, no, you've come this far. You've done really well. You're an amazing person. Yeah. I one person, you know, view. And I had to really sit with myself and speak kindly. And I think, yeah, I think if we, we kind of put out more kindness into ourselves, I think that that's an aid that will help.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We don't speak what? to ourselves kindly at all. We we have that mm-hmm. inner bitchy bully voice that we've had with us for mm-hmm. all these years. And we don't even notice it sometimes because that's just been so, it's just like breathing but it's, it's mm-hmm. not until you actually listen to how you speak to yourself and you would never speak to anyone else the way you speak to yes. yourself because no mm-hmm. one else knows. It's hidden. It's hidden away. Like even just yeah. like, I'm trying to reframe how I say when I make a mistake and I'm like, oh, you stupid fucking idiot. And then I'm like, no, 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 wait. Like even if yeah. I think that's funny and I'm like, oh, but I'm just having a joke with myself. No, that's actually mm. like making myself believe that I am a stupid fucking idiot rather than yeah. going like, Oh no! You know you just made a mistake. It's okay to make mistakes. People mm. are human. Mistakes are okay. But it's so mm, hard to change that voice. Same with affirmations. Yeah. They're so hard to do.
2: Yeah, and to keep saying them every day and believing it, yes. especially when you don't. And it's like mm-hmm. okay, I'm saying this, and it's not working. But then also with me, as soon as it starts working, I'm like ah, I'm good. You <laughs> <I'm laughs> never need <laughs> this. Yeah i'm good and then the voice comes back i'm like oh fuck okay here we go again
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah what are the affirmations that you do say to yourself that really
2: really help they're not body related they're more kind of think of one now every day i'm making choices to become the best version of who i am my past has not define me i forgive myself oh i um, love that there's quite there's a couple more that i they've left my mind now so like as soon as i've those are yeah. three that stick with me and i say every day I'm making choices that create a better me and then I'll say I'm an empress I'm a bad bee and (laughs) that will be something that I like say over and over again to myself so they're like different ones yeah
0: yeah I love that I think it's it's hard isn't it like the first I remember the first time that I tried doing an affirmation it just felt so uncomfortable like coming out Mm. my mouth I was like I don't want to say this. Like, yeah. Why? Like it feels <laughs> so cringe. It feels like, yeah. I don't know, like what, it was just like this huge like barrier there. Mm. Um. But yeah, once you start saying it becomes like, you know, it becomes really normal. I have these like yeah. songs on my morning playlist on Spotify yes. in the morning that have like, um, like gratitude kind of songs that have like good affirmations in them, which really help. I think like listening mm-hmm. to other people say stuff sometimes can like mm-hmm. help can you help verbalize Mm. it as well it's so interesting how we get the same feeling
1: about saying something nice to ourselves that cringe feeling as we Mm. do when we look at ourselves in our past and old photos and we're like oh my god what was i thinking And it's that same feeling of like oh you look incredible and beautiful and you just it's why do we get that same feeling on both of those negative level levels Mm. like why are we cringing so much on something that is so positive and valuable for Mm. us and it's the same when we cringe at our old selves that's that's us telling our future uh, sorry that's us telling our past selves that we that we weren't good enough that we didn't do Mm. a good job that's also being mean to our past selves imagine if our future self now was looking back going like you're a fucking idiot i can't believe that's what you're wearing like that's an awful thought we need to just be so so change that language to like you know what, you, d- mm. you did the best with what you've got, with the tools that yeah. you've got. You you were doing your best. You look fucking amazing mm. for that age. Do you, you ever
0: Absolutely. have the opposite of that and sometimes look back at your old photos and be like, oh, I looked so much better back then. Yeah. Or like, I was doing so much better back then um, to how I feel mm. now. I That's something that I struggle with sometimes it's like mm. I'm never happy with the current me I'm always like mm. "Ooh, what 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 was like better about that time even if it wasn't a good time in my life
2: I used to not anymore I think mm. because I kind of refer back because I have an elephant memory and elephants never forget god they're beautiful creatures anyway um <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I digress <laughs> oh, <beautiful. laughs> um
1: blessing and I a just curse.
2: I, literally because I sometimes I'm like why do you remember everything Naomi like <laughs> <shh>. <laughs> um, like I just don't want to but I will remember the space I was in when I look back and it wasn't spaces that I was happy in so it's yeah. I'll never ever could like compare this Naomi to that Naomi because this yeah. Naomi actually got me to where I am now so I'm actually like thankful and grateful for her so yeah
1: you're so right I I, you're so right I look at back at my past self and I just I'm just so sad for her I'm so sad for Mm. all of the mental health issues she was going with and all of that like critical voice and like how much I used to just beat myself up and destroy myself and the anxiety and the the, like Mm. the drug dependence and oh it's just awful looking at myself I'm so sad for past me and just like okay yeah. but you're right i can't i shouldn't pity my past self my past self mm. is the reason why i am the way that i am and and they got me here but I never Absolutely. really think of it like that thank you for that that was nice
0: you're
2: welcome little gem for <laughs> you babes
0: what would be your top three tips on accepting your body and just bringing a little bit more joy into your own life
2: um Accepting that this is your body, and whether you are like conscious of your your body, and whether you want to lose weight because of someone else, or you think you're too big, the feeling that you have about your body won't change with the size of it. So just kind of accept who you are for who yeah. you are. That's the first thing. Speak positively to yourself as much as you can. Like I always try to say, it's it's not always easy. Like, wow, my body's carried me through so much. It's not what it looks like. Mm. It's like I'm breathing. My heart is beating, and my body's carrying me. Like my brain, like everything not just the physical it's what my body does does for me so to remind yourself that of what your body does rather than how it looks mm, um, mm-hmm. and then I think the third would just be to just fucking like just love yourself like in spite <laughs> of everything else just just affirm as much just affirm yeah. affirm affirm <laughs> just until you <laughs> yeah. believe it and even if you don't like do it some more eventually it will stick
0: that's really really amazing advice i Mm -hmm. saw a little infographic on instagram uh yesterday i think about making yourself like the love of your life and you know like treating yourself like you would someone that you like had in your life as a partner but like you know buy yourself Mm -hmm. flowers take yourself out on a date like watch a sunset and like you know romanticize your time with yourself and with your Mm. own body and yeah, I just thought that was a really amazing piece of advice and I, I love it. That is doing a good piece like of that.
2: advice. Yeah, I'm gonna take that. Mm. Romanticize mm. yourself. Yes, I like that, Florence. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like baths yeah. and showers. I feel like that is romancing mm. your own body. It's like giving yourself Absolutely. a nice like you're you're forced to look at yourself mm. and you're like, you mm. know, cleaning yourself and it's like yeah. a nice calming self care moment. Yeah. Put a mirror in front of it if you
0: can. Yeah. Like mirror Even- yourself up. Mm. even masturbation like solo sex like really taking the time to pleasure (laughs) yourself love
2: that fucking love masturbation sorry i'm like i'm single and it's like no one is gonna fuck me as good as i fuck me so unless you're like up there with it unless like (laughs) (laughs) she is up there then yeah no
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay so to wrap up this episode Mm -hmm. we have some would you rather questions for
2: you okay let's go (laughs)
0: okay so would you rather be completely covered in ink or only have two of the tattoos that you currently have
2: oh covered in ink
0: yeah
2: Yeah. oh my gosh yeah because my tattoos are i wouldn't be able to pick two
0: even your face yes
2: (laughs) (laughs) but my i love my tattoos way too much yes
0: yes (laughs) i love that i love the yes it's just yes the
2: dedication (laughs) literally what
0: do you have a do you have a favorite tattoo
2: I have two my chakras and the image of me. Someone illustrated a a picture of me and I got it illustrated as Venus.
1: That's beautiful.
2: And it's on my own. It's me as Venus on me. So, yeah, those two.
1: I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I I need to see this. Would you rather not have partnered sex ever again or only be able to do it with your first ever sexual partner?
2: Can I say none? Can I veto?
1: Neither of these, oh no, I think the whole point of these would you rather is awful. you have to
2: choose one.
1: It's the rules. Yes. Would I rather In have that.
2: none partner sex again or...
0: That would oh, be like... God, they're both awful. I feel like they're that's really awful, things. especially as like, you've just come out and it's like, you don't want to fuck your first no, ever partner I wouldn't want, ever it, again. It would be,
2: I'd rather... Okay, see these games confuse me. Would I rather, I'd rather not fuck my partner, my first yeah. partner, gross. So it would be the other one. It would be yeah. not have never
0: have sex again. Oh, partner, yeah. sex again. Yeah, that's brutal. a horrible one. I'm sorry, that was brutal. It's okay. Yeah, that was brutal. Florence, <laughs> oh, please. please. What would
1: you go for, please?
0: What would I go for? Girl, never have partner sex impossible. again, or have sex. Oh god, that is awful. Yeah, that, was, huh? that is an awful one. Huh? <laughs> um, oh god. Yeah, I really don't think I'd want to fuck my first partner ever again. But. Oh, God, yeah, that's a really hard one. (laughs)
1: Because I feel like I would die if I didn't have partner sex. (laughs) Um, What are they like? But what if, (laughs) I mean, I think I would just have to, you'd have to suffer through the first partner person ever fucked. Have to suffer through that.
0: But I know that I could have amazing solo sex with myself. So maybe I would choose, yeah, never have partner sex again. But you can
1: also have solo sex and still fuck this partner. This like first partner. Like you're not giving up the solo sex. It's
0: just partnered sex.
2: Mm. I know, but having sex with my first partner gross. Like no. It's not good. It's not
0: good. The next one is nipple clamps or anal beads.
2: Anal beads. Oh yeah. I don't like my nipples touched. I don't like, I don't, it just feels wild to me. So anal bead me up any day yeah huh. it feels a bit foreign That's... like can you just stop please
1: Yeah, i like doing it
2: i love sucking on a titty but don't do it to me <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't touch my area mm. oh, look. do you have really sensitive nipples
2: yeah they're just yeah as soon as it gets cold they hurt it's like glass being Ooh, like whoa. they get really sensitive so yeah, yeah incredibly yeah
0: that makes sense
1: yeah too okay, much good call. although a um, all the way. sensitive nipples to sensitive nipples a really good tip is to have someone play with them over the top of fabric or clothing mm. but like it has to be the right type of fabric so anything silky or like mm-hmm. really thin tight material and it mm-hmm. takes away that over sensitivity of like get off my nipples it's too much it's like but it has okay. to be really gently done that's that's been my lifesaver it's just yeah and once once you get into Thank that, you. it's like fucking orgasmic. But if you have really sensitive nipples, you will probably be yeah. able to nipple orgasm, but with the right technique.
2: Okay. Also, maybe Look it at me learning, right learning everything. Thanks, Reed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Practice by yourself. Oh. Okay. And we have one more. Reed. you want to say the last one? Would you rather sub or dom, or bottom or
2: top? Mm. Both definitely definitely a switch i'm definitely both can't hey. say that i'm one or the, one other, or the other to be honest mm-hmm. i genuinely couldn't but to be i like to be in control but also depending on the person i like to be controlled
0: yes. no i can't
2: uh, both i'm a switch <laughs> both.
0: switch through and through
2: absolutely Shit. forever we just broke the rules of would you
1: rather but that's okay that's okay sorry i'm changing all the rules today. <laughs>
0: Naomi, it has been such a pleasure to have you on the podcast. You've been so vulnerable, shared so much wisdom, and I just think our listeners are truly going to love this episode. So thank you for sharing your wisdom and your time with us.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's been so incredible having you on the podcast. Everyone needs to check out Naomi's profile and the picture. I'm desperate to see this photo, the one that caused all the shenanigans and Mm -hmm, controversy um yeah. and of course where can our curious fuckers find you
2: uh you can find me on at Kirby naomi on all social media so at Kirby naomi on instagram at Kirby naomi on tiktok my tiktok needs work so do not judge me there are great videos on there but i need the numbers so follow me run them up people uh, <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs>
0: oh yeah. I, f- I feel that the same yeah. tiktok it's man wild, yeah. i like it's confusing I know. it's a whole it is world.
2: but it's great <laughs> yeah
0: yeah Yeah. so thank you everyone for listening please leave a rating and a review as always and if you liked this episode share it far and wide with all your friends and family yes Uh, of course you can
1: keep up to date with all of our stuff on social media on instagram at come curious as well as our personal accounts read amber x and florence bark
0: until next time see you next thursday also follow our patreon oh yeah Alright, bye!